Yeah. Morning, everyone. Um, I'm Al. I'm one of the leaders here, along with Rich as well. Uh, especially good to see you if you're here uh, to uh, for the baby Thanksgiving uh, for Tally and Faith. Uh, we're looking forward to praying for them shortly. But um, imagine you could go back to being a child for a day. I don't know if that would appeal to you. Some of you uh, like to try it anyway. But uh, imagine uh, you had a choice. You think, what sort of age of child would I choose to be? Maybe you think, well, perhaps I'll go for like a few months old, like uh, Faith and Tally. You know, not, not too much to uh, worry about, no, not a care in the world. Don't have to worry about what I'm going to choose to eat, but the food is a bit samey. Uh, you know, what about if I'm a bit older, four or five? I can put the wellies on, I can splash in the puddles, I can make a big mess and... Uh, at least I've got that excuse, I'm not very good at tidying up, so I can't really be asked to tidy anything up. This last week actually wasn't in preparation for uh, what I'm saying this morning, but I uh, thought I'd have a go on my son's scooter on the way home from school. Uh, he was eating his sweets, I was wheeling the scooter. I thought, I'll have a go down this, uh, down this hill, uh, slight drizzle, slight slippery underfoot, um, scooter just went from underneath me, and I've got a big bruise on my hip, and uh, I've hurt my shoulder. So, um, yeah, it's not that easy being a kid. Uh, I don't know what, I don't know, I've just lost my touch on the scooter. I don't know what it is. But um, seriously, though, we're going to think for a few minutes about um, something that Jesus said um, about the need for us, all, all of us to be like children, in a way. Not, not making a mess and, and going on, falling off scooters and things, but a more, much more important thing. And uh, so let's have a look at... Uh, these words of Jesus. We're going to think more generally about what does Jesus think of children? Um, And it's from Mark chapter 10, verses 13 to 16. The words will come up on the screen. People were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them, but the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, placed his hands on them, and blessed them. The first thing I think we see here, the first of three things we're going to think about. First is that Jesus loves and values children. Jesus loves and values children. The Bible's telling us here about a time uh, when uh, sort of people who are there have reported what happened. When people bringing children to Jesus, probably the parents, uh, not sure how old the children would have been, probably quite young because they had to be brought to Jesus. Uh, perhaps they can't walk, they're carried to Jesus. It might sound a bit strange to us this idea of he want Jesus putting his hands on them, but in their culture, it was a symbol of, of welcome and love. Um, often praying for someone involved putting your hand on them. And uh, something that as many, many of us as Christians still do today as a sort of symbol uh, thing today. And the Bible records that you know, what happened on that day. Jesus was especially known for putting his hands on people, praying for people and all sorts of good things happening to them. People who are ill, getting better. People who are blind, able to see, people who are deaf, being able to hear, people who couldn't walk, being able to walk again. And so these parents think, I want to, I want to bring my children 
to Jesus uh, and he can bless them and we're looking forward to what amazing things are going to happen. But not everyone was so keen on that day. And surprisingly, Jesus' closest friends, the disciples, they were the ones who weren't so keen on the idea. We're told that uh, they rebuked the parents. They told the parents off. They were, they were like Jesus' bouncers, they thought. You know, no, sorry, stay back. You know, the master can't be doing with kids, they were thinking. And um, we're not really sure why they didn't want the kids to come to Jesus. But I think it is helpful to know that in that culture, the view of children wasn't the same as we would have today. I mean, in England today, in the, in the West, children are so valuable, and rightly so. Um, children in need, one of the biggest fundraising events that we have in this country every year. Harming a child, and quite rightly so, one of the worst crimes that you can commit. And, and it's seen in that way more and more. But back in the time of Palestine, time of Jesus, uh, at the time... Children didn't have that same value. Uh, They were unimportant outside of their family. They were to be seen and not heard. And even perhaps harming a child wouldn't have been seen in the same way that we would see it today. They were were just to be sidelined, these kids. And Jesus, this important, respected teacher of the time, these disciples are thinking, he doesn't want anything to do with kids. He needs to be around more important people. But uh, Jesus reaction surprises them. He was angry with them. He says, no, let the little children come to me. And he didn't just put his hands on them to bless them. He said he took them in his arms. Jesus loves and values children. We believe as Christians, Jesus is alive today. It's one of the reasons we're having this baby Thanksgiving, as we we often do here at King's, because uh, we want to have God's heart for children to love and value them, to show that we love and value them. That's what we're trying to do this morning as we pray for Tally and Faith and for their families. It's why uh, many churches, most churches, have some sort of way of showing their love and, and value and wanting to pray for children and bless them. Um, 45 years ago, my mum and dad, there's a little picture on the screen. <coughs> there's me, my mum and dad took me to a baby Thanksgiving when he was at their church, and I was prayed for, a sort of dedication, I think, think they called it, um, prayed for me, prayed that, that I would grow up to know God, and, and I would be kept safe, and, and all those kind of things, and I think that's me in our house in the afternoon, you know, after, after the big events, but, um, you know, we, we know that Jesus loves and values Children, not just as adults in the making, not just sort of on the way to something more important, but especially little people in their own right. And, and Jesus came as a son of God. Jesus came as a baby, as we particularly remember at Christmas. And he shows us that God loves and values children. Now, we don't need to encourage Colin and Claire or Steve and Eleanor this morning, you know, make sure that you love and value Tally and Faith. I know, I know that they do very much. But there are ups and downs in parenting. There are, there are difficult times. There are wonderful times. There are difficult periods. And it's good to be reminded as a parent, if you're a parent here this morning, uh, that God loves and values your children and loves and values your children more than you do. And it means that you can ask God to help you, help you in those difficult times. 
And whether you've got children or not, I think it's also an encouragement for us to make sure that our view of children is in line with God's. It'd be, I think it'd be a terrible thing if someone said, I'm a Christian, but I don't like kids. That you're out of line with what God would say. If, if you do find kids difficult, and I can understand that, ask God to help you. Ask God to help you to love and value them just as he does. So Jesus uh, loves and values children. The second thing we see from this uh, bit of the Bible is that Jesus loves children to come to him. Jesus loves children to come to him. Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Jesus wasn't just saying, oh, come on, disciples, don't be such spoiled sports. I love children. They're so cute. Jesus obviously clearly liked children, but he also said he wants them to be part of his kingdom. You often talk about the United Kingdom. Uh, United Kingdom still holding together for the time being. Uh, A kingdom is generally the place where king or queen is ruling over it. And what's the kingdom of God? It often talks about that in the Bible. It's something that Jesus talked about a lot. The kingdom of God is anywhere where God is king, where people acknowledge him as the loving ruler who's guiding them. It's a way of talking about being a Christian, someone who acknowledges that Jesus is king, the true king, the wonderful, loving king, the best person we could have to lead our life. A Christian is someone who said, God, forgive me for the times when I've not lived as if you're king. In fact, I've perhaps forgotten all about you or lived as if you're not there at all. Forgive me. I want to live life with Jesus in charge. Someone as part of God's kingdom. And Jesus is saying to his disciples, I love children coming to me. I want them to be part of my kingdom. I want them to be part of my family. Don't stop them. Help them. Encourage them to come. And and in a short while, we're going to pray for Tally and Faith and and their parents, just those kind of things. We We want to thank God for them, but we also want to pray that as they grow up, they will become aware of who God is, And his love for them, Jesus uh, gave his life for them so that they could be uh, know God as their father, that they could be part of his kingdom, his family. And I know that Steve and Ellen and Colin and Claire, they're thinking, you know, we, we love having Jesus as our king and we want our children to be part of that as well. We look forward to that time when our children say, yes, I'm in. I want, I want Jesus to be my king. My Lord, as well as a family together, we want to say we follow Jesus. We're going to be praying for them in that kind of way as well. Uh, I'm so grateful for my mum and dad. Uh, they, didn't, they followed things through from that of baby Thanksgiving. Another little picture of uh, my Sunday school group. I don't know how old I am there. I don't know if you can spot me, actually. There's a few people I definitely couldn't couldn't be, but uh, I, I, I tell you what, I'm wearing a rather natty jacket and uh, with a sort of slightly clashing pattern jumper underneath. Um, so th- there's me. And uh, my mum and dad, they, they followed things through. They prayed for me. They brought me up in the church and they taught me all about Jesus. They helped me 
to come to know him. And, uh, and here I am today. And uh, Jesus said to his disciples, don't stop the children. Don't hinder them from coming to me. It's really important to us at King's Church to help children come to Jesus. That's why while we're in here, there's four different kids groups and a youth group um, in the building where people in a sort of age-appropriate way, they're having fun, but they're learning about Jesus. They're learning about the difference he makes. They're learning about what it means to trust him and live as part of his kingdom. And uh, it's really important to us. If you're someone who, you're not out there today, but you normally help with kids groups, thank you so much. Thank you for what you do. You're part of not hindering, but helping children come to Jesus. Uh, If you're a Christian parent, What are you doing to help your children come to Jesus? Are you praying for them? Are you trying your best to live the example of a life that says, Jesus is is the best person we can have guiding and directing our lives? We all fail, but are we asking for God's help to live that kind of example? Not just for our children, but are we doing that for our children? To, To show them with words and with actions what it's like to live with Jesus as our king, which is the best thing we can live, uh, way we can live. So Jesus uh, loves children to come to him. But just the last thing that Jesus said is that Jesus wants everyone to come to him like children. Jesus wants everyone to come to him like children. And after talking about actual children, Jesus says, Truly I tell you, Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. What's Jesus talking about? I think it's maybe helpful to contrast the the way that um, little children do things and the way that maybe older children, teenagers, even adults receive things, receive gifts, receive help. Jesus doesn't say you need to receive the kingdom of God like a teenager He says, receive the kingdom of God like a child. It does make a difference. What about receiving advice? Tell a little child how to play a game. And generally, I've found, they'll do what you say. They'll take your word for it. They'll go along with it. They'll trust what you say. They'll believe you. But as kids get older and older, they start to get their own ideas. And uh, they start to think, I'm going to play the game my way. And I'm not going to do that. And... And when they're teenagers, while they're even trying to read out the rules, they're walking off or they're on their phone. Um, what about giving a little child a gift? They love it. In fact, generally, they, they, they love the paper and the box maybe more than the thing itself. No, no, no. Look, this is the toy just here. But as children get older, you, you can never quite be sure what the reaction's going to be when you give them a present. Worst of all, you know, Christmas Day, Granny gives them a present, and you see that funny face that the child pulls, and they're like whispering, it's the wrong one. But it's, uh, how old does she think I am? And, and, but even as adults, we can feel awkward about receiving help, receiving gifts. Sometimes our pride gets in the way of receiving gifts, receiving help. No, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I can do it. No, 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 you shouldn't have. No, 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 I, I can't accept this. It wouldn't be right. Maybe with people we say, I prefer to pay my own way in life. Or maybe if I receive this gift from this person, I'll have that sense of, I need to somehow make it up to them, pay them back in some way. 
I remember once uh, we had some new next-door neighbours move in. And we thought, we'll try and you know, do something nice, uh, community-minded. We'll, uh, we'll make them a cake. Well, my wife made them a cake. And uh, we'll make them a cake and uh, take a card round and you know, say, welcome, welcome to the street. You know, you know, we're so-and-so and so-and-so. Well, Alan, Harriet and the kids. Um, we'll, uh, you know, I did use our actual names. Um, but, yeah, here's a, here's a, here's a cake. And uh, actually, it was one of the kids from the house came to the door, gave them the cake. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, took it away, apparently loved the cake and started eating it. But um, the funny thing was, the next day, the dad came round with a box of chocolates for us. Um, and obviously, you know, really nice, thoughtful. But I thought, I really did think, oh, you shouldn't have. Because I thought, no, 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 you don't need to kind of like reciprocate, you know, pay us back for the cake with a box of chocolates. You know, sometimes we've just got to be able to receive things, haven't we? And uh, Jesus, I think... What Jesus is saying is we need to be like little children when it comes to receiving things from him. None of us are automatically Christians, even if our parents are. God made us to know and to love him, but uh, we, we've lived life away from God, living life, enjoying the good things of life without reference to God. And without Jesus, we are far from God, far from that relationship with God that wants Jesus wanted us to have. Jesus came, not just to teach about being part of the kingdom of God, but actually to make a way, as we've heard earlier, singing about earlier, he died on the cross, he paid for the wrong we've done, so we, if we put our trust in him, we can become part of his kingdom. And it's a free gift. It's a free gift. We don't have to earn our way to know God, earn our way to heaven by good works or anything else. But it's something we have to receive and it does take that kind of childlike humility, uh, that sort of unquestioning in some ways approach. That sort of, uh, I'll say more about questions in a minute, but the, that, that, that approach that says, actually, yeah, okay, God, that's fine. I, I'll take your word for it. I, I've not lived life as I should. I need your forgiveness. I, I need your direction for life. I, I, I'd love to be in your kingdom. What do I need to do? But we can say to God, more like the, perhaps the teenager, adult sort of approach to receiving gifts. No, no, God, I'm fine, thanks. No, 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 you shouldn't have. I can't accept this. Actually, I'm not so sure, God, you, you're right about me being wrong and us not really being friends. I don't think anything really needs to change. And I think Jesus is talking about this need for this childlike humility that we need to have. To receive Jesus' kingdom. To receive this most important gift of a relationship with God, of knowing Jesus, of being part of his kingdom, of having his new life, his forgiveness, his hope, his purpose. Is that something that you've done? Is that something that you've done? Have you ever received Jesus' kingdom in that kind of way? That simple trust and acceptance and dependence on him. Maybe you're here this morning, you think this all sounds a little bit strange. Maybe you've got loads of questions. Uh, maybe this is very new to you. King's Church, we love to help people work through serious questions that they have about life and faith and Christianity. Help them get to grips with, you know, who, who is the real Jesus? What, can, what difference can he make to your life? We love to help people with that. We have events and courses that help with that, um, every Sunday morning we try in some way to help anyone who's here just take those steps 
closer towards Jesus and to exploring who he is and the difference he makes. Every Sunday, we have people here who are kind of exploring and thinking about it. And if you want to do that, you're really welcome to join us any Sunday and be part of that. But, but for many of us here, we are Christians. We would say, yeah, I have received Jesus. I have received his kingdom. I have humbled myself and put my trust in Jesus in that kind of way that Jesus was referring to. But it's not just something that happens once, you know, in the past when we become Christians. It's something that should mark out our lives every day. That sort of uh, childlike dependence and trust in God day by day. When we pray to God, we show that we need him. He loves it. Uh, or do we just plow on without him? You know, no, it's okay, God, I don't need your help today. I'm fine. I'll, I'll just save prayer for emergencies. Do we humbly sort of listen to what God's got to say? Listen to his wisdom. Listen to his wisdom in the Bible. Or do we think, no, no, God, I think I know what to do today. I, I prefer my wisdom. I prefer the wisdom of the world around me. I'll, I'll save the Bible sort of every now and again or save it for Sundays. Do we work hard at doing good and feel disappointed when we have a, a bad day because actually we're, we're, we think that God will love us more when we have a good day. When in fact, the, the, the truth is God says, look, I love you just as you are. Just receive, just know my love. And as response to his love and his acceptance, then yes, we want with his help to do the right thing. In a moment, we're going to have Tally and Faith up here. And uh, when they come up, Take a good look at them. Take a good look at sort of how small and, uh, well, cute, but helpless as well they are. They're not going to walk up here. They're going to be carried up here. They're they're totally dependent on their mums and dads. They're totally dependent on food. Every time they cry, it's like a little voice saying, help me, help me. And Jesus is saying, come to God in that kind of way. Not full of our sense of our achievements, what we can do, but actually saying, God, I need you. Help me. I need your love. I need what you've done for me. I need your kingdom. I want to be part of your kingdom, your family. Well, let me just say a prayer to finish. Father God, we thank you for your great love for us. Thank you for your great love shown in Jesus. Thank you for your love for children. And actually, every one of us, thank you that you love and value every person and that you want to welcome us into your family, into your kingdom. Help us know what it means for us to to come to you with that childlike dependence and trust that Jesus spoke about. In Jesus' name, amen.